Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Olson, also known as T-Roll, and that's right, I am returning to the podcast tonight. I'm joined by my very good friends. First of all, we got Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And making a, another return, special guest, Zach Markham. I believe, I listened to last week's episode, I heard Justin call you Apple Zacks, which I had totally forgotten about that. Yep. Apple Zacks, welcome back to the pod. Welcome. <laughs> you, you feeling good? Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> glad to have you Zach's, here. Yeah. Zach is dialed in. He's got his notes <laughs> on his phone. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's been waiting for this moment it's, all week. It's, it's time to talk about the finale. But before we do that, how are you guys doing? Uh, great, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really like the midweek episodes. I really do. It really gives me something to look forward to in the middle of the week. That's been a hectic, crazy one with work and everything. Mm. So that middle of the week uh, Star Wars episode really hit. You know, hit it hard. is. It's it's funny you mention that because back when Disney used to drop these shows on Fridays, we would have to watch them on Fridays because we always record on Friday nights typically. Right, yeah, and it was always kind of tight to get them in. Uh, yeah, you know, at least for me, yep. Justin, you would wake up at five a.m. to watch we, it. Uh, actually, three. Thank you. Yeah, very three. Much. Yeah. Even better. Okay, mm-hmm. right when it comes out. It, it actually does feel. It, it is nice because of the way we um, actually record. With it being on Wednesday and then we do it on Friday, it almost it makes it feel like there's less time in between episodes because you're kind of like almost reliving the episode when we record it. Yeah, um, yeah. So then on Friday you're like, oh well, then you only have to actually wait from Friday to Wednesday to really get to the next exactly. episode. Yep. Now there's nothing. Until May. <laughs> a cold just, abyss until May. Yeah. This seat, what we did, what our viewers or listeners don't actually understand is that now Markham's dead inside until May because there's no yep. more Star Wars. There's no so more Star Wars. Anytime there's a period of no Star Wars, Markham goes into hiding and mm. uh, yes. he hibernates there and, and waits to emerge when there's a new Star Wars. I, I, I just wait for your text message to be on the pod. <laughs> That's, there it is. Hey, yeah. you want to get back home? He's, he's <laughs> anxi- anxiously looking at his phone every night before he goes to bed and like ho- hoping he gets an hey, uh, well, royal geek. In all seriousness, from middle of February to May, I guess it's late May, but that, that's still better than um, the whole year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah whole yeah. year. Great point. Great yeah. point. <laughs> it's a fun time to be alive. All right. Well, first of all, before we talk about um, uh, this f- awesome finale, or I guess I'll find out if you guys thought it was awesome. Before we talk about this finale for Boba Fett, um, want to say big thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Y'all have been doing work. We've had a, a ton of new. Listens, a ton of new um, people checking out the pod, and we just want to say thanks to all of our listeners, and a big shout-out to everybody who's new. Uh, we are glad you're here. We want to encourage you to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Please give us a review on whatever platform you're on, and also uh, share the podcast with some of your friends. That would really help us out a lot. Okay, um, boys, how about we jump into the finale of the book of Boba Fett? Yeah, okay, so a couple things I want to go ahead and ask you guys real quick, okay? So I want to know, first off, general thoughts yes. of, the, of the episode. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, go ahead. General <laughs> thoughts of the episode, but then overall thoughts of the series, okay? So, so you want general thoughts on the finale of the, of itself? Of the finale itself, right? But then a seven-episode like completion, like how you thought the seven episodes went. Um, I would say uh, for the finale, I think they actually did a better job than I was expecting them to to wrap up what they were doing. Um, I felt like there was a lot of content that needed to be wrapped up, and I felt like they did a pretty good job of actually doing that. So I was actually quite impressed on that part of it. Um, Leading to the series as a whole, it it felt odd 
um, you know, with that basically two-week hiatus that we had, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, in episode five and six, where it jumped to being basically, like, we have joked, and everyone has joked that it was uh, the first two episodes of season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah. all right. Um, so, and I, I understand how, like, they did pull that into some of the story, but it just, it felt odd, you know, having basically this two-week detour in only a seven-episode season. Yeah, good point. For me, I just wanted more. Um, but, I mean, when you're a kid in the candy store and your mom tells you to get five things and you can come back with 20, <laughs> you're still getting five things. So I guess That's you a great point, actually. It's yeah. called just getting the five biggest things. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, overall, I think it was good. Um, there was a lot of good content in that last episode. Um, I feel, to me, they kind of rushed it, um, just tying up, you know, the bow. Bow is sloppy, presents nice, right? Um, overall, the series and everything, I felt like it was really good. A lot of good content. The only thing I didn't like is, like, for the first, like, two or three episodes, you had no idea what the angle was. You had no idea what was going on. You had no idea uh, what Boba's plan was. It, was. it wasn't until, like, four or five, uh, or the fourth episode. And then you had those two episodes, like you said, Shimato, the uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, good points. All right, here we go. You ready for this? I'm, you I ready for wait. the guy? Yours, who, yours is the one I yeah, really yeah, want to hear. The guy yeah. who hasn't been on a few weeks, who's also not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. You ready? You ready for this? Here we go. The finale. I mostly enjoyed it. I've got some technical yeah. issues that I definitely want to talk about later, of like the way the finale flowed to some to some regard. Uh, but the series, I also mostly enjoyed it. Um, it was not a good book, I will say. <laughs> like it didn't feel like a like I don't know why they called it the book. The Boba Fett right. um, didn't really feel like a book to me, uh, but I will say before those, before those, it's hard. I gotta remind myself how I felt before the two Mandalorian episodes. Yeah, because before that, I remember telling some people I was like, you know, it might be better than the Mandalorian. Like I, I really felt that in the first several episodes before the Mandalorian came in. But, but what's interesting, like those episodes didn't bug me. Like they weren't. It was just more like I didn't get it. Right. Yep. You know, yeah. what would be really funny, guys, is when the Mandalorian season three comes out, <laughs> and they 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 debut with um, chapter three of this the third season. Obviously, it'll be like whatever seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, because they keep going. Yeah, but if they like, if literally those two episodes were actually a part of the Mandalorian season, that would actually make me. I, I will. I will. <laughs> that laugh would be hilarious. Yeah. that would be a hilarious little. Side. So like wow. they released three episodes on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on the first, and the first day. two are the, the first two episodes. are just the episodes. It would be hilarious just to just to wow. you know mess with us. That's but, that's pretty wild. That would be that would be that would be real weird. Yeah. So those are my thoughts on the okay. uh, yeah. overall. Yeah. Um, for for me, I will go ahead and say the finale. Uh, I I agree with uh, Shimato. It did wrap up uh, the things that I feel like we needed to get wrapped up. So yeah, I was I was happy the 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 bow was was kind of tied off there. But uh, as a series overall, I to be honest with you, I thought it was a mess. And the, the the reason I say that is because like a bad mess or goodness. Um, I don't know. It's still up for debate. Still. Like when you're like eating breakfast yeah. and you throw everything on the plate and yeah. it's a mess, but it's but still it's damn good. good. Like well, that's what I need to okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll do that. It was it was a good mess. But okay. the okay. reason I say mess is because the series did not have a true uh, true path or a true identity. Yeah. At, at all. It didn't know what it wanted to be. Okay. It knew it was a Star Wars content and it knew it had Boba Fett in it. But they didn't know what direction to go with Boba Fett. Do we want to keep the the same illusion of being a badass like the original trilogies, or do they want to make him into something else? And yeah. I feel like not 
having that consistency and the understanding of what direction they wanted to go, it kind of uh, it left it a little wishy-washy for me. And well, it, uh, was, it wasn't until like episode three when we finally understood why he wanted to do it, right? Right. Weren't we talking about that the we first were. few? We were. Like, we were like, what's his motives? Why, like, is he why does he want to be a crime right. lord? That whole yep. thing. Look, look, well, I say, why does he want to be a crime lord? But then by the final episode and the final scene, he's more like a sheriff than he is a Yeah, it's a not a crime yeah. Yeah, 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 than a crime yeah. lord. But, so anyway, yeah, it, it was a little mess. Uh, I mean, I still enjoyed it overall. I really did. It had some cool scenes, and they definitely dug deep into the, the, the Star Wars lore. But, I mean, thinking back, I mean, those episodes five and six were really the better ones, from, in my opinion. Look, dude, and, he's just trying to clean up Tatooine. He's trying to make Tatooine yeah. great again. But that's what, yeah, so crime lord, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. But yeah, uh, no okay. crime lord. So general thoughts are out of the way. Um, so I mean, let's just let's let's pick apart some uh, break down some scenes. Okay. Let's hey, talk, let's, real quick though, one more yes, thing about go for it. Overall, with the finale, it was an hour. Uh, that yeah. was all. Oh, yeah, yeah it was I, an hour. I was so, thinking about that. I did like that they yes. uh, one of the Disney Plus shows finally extended their runtime to make room for tying up some loose ends. Although I mean, Markham didn't feel so much so on that. But um, you know, yeah. I, I do feel like it was it it did help them be able to you know those, flesh out those that fifteen story. minutes yeah. solved a lot. I thought, yeah. like I feel like if if the other Marvel series like Wandavision or something got extra fifteen minutes in that yeah. finale, it would have been solid. It just gold. made a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Like when I I actually had to pause it for something in the middle, and I didn't know, and it it said that there was still like thirty eight minutes, and I was like. <laughs> what, what just happened? Yeah, I was really, like, what I'm doing math, like counting, like what's gone through and what's left. <laughs> so kudos to Disney on that. But yeah, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So the the opening scene essentially is them gathering in the destruction of the sanctuary. Um, yeah. And he's uh, the, first off, it starts Boba and Fennec. They're talking like, "What are we gonna do? Like, uh, what's the game plan here?" And then the Mandalorian kind of appears in the background, starts bringing up Freetown. And he's like, yeah, it's a solid, it's a lock. But then us as viewers know, like, uh, it's, it? it's not really a lock. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there was there was that whole ordeal going on with uh, Mandalorian. And uh, so <laughs> when the mo- uh, my question here, the mods, okay, I-, I don't know how to feel about these guys, okay? They, they call them the mods. Yeah. But I- when he stands up to Boba, who's trying to be a crime lord, and is like, no, we're going to stand here. And then Boba's like, yeah, you're right. And instead, he wanted to go to the reinforced palace, which – that's smart. That makes the yeah. most sense. None of the stuff that happened in this episode would have happened if they were behind that castle gate. No um, way. So I, the way I feel about it is uh, I feel like they were still overzealous in the – I felt like if they had chosen one place in the city, it would have been – like I understand what the mods brought up about, oh, you have to be in the city to protect the city. I understand that, but you choose a spot. Like, they have four different spots that they were trying to protect. Right. Like, that makes no sense to me. You A, a, defensive, a defensible position is where you needed to go, whether it be at the the um, it, be at the bar, which, coincidentally, I don't know if you, uh, in the previous episode, I forgot to bring this up, but I totally got, you know, feelings of the movie The Untouchable. In that blow, when the when the bomb went off, right? That's exactly what I thought of when I thought of with the droid running out with a, with the um, with the bu- the bomb, the the, yes. the bucket. Right? That's, that's what I thought of when the little girl does that in the Untouchables. But that's that's a little bit of a side thing. Um, but yeah, I feel like they should just chosen chose one place. I'm okay with them, if, you know, staying in the city because I do believe it is important to show, you know, that if that's you know what he's build trying up your to loyalty, project right? build that up, power. Yeah. But 
you know, consolidate your forces. You already know you're outnumbered. What's one of the worst things you can do in military action split when up. you are outnumbered <laughs> is split your numbers even further to ex- in not very defensible positions. They were out in the, in I the mean, open. Well, yeah, good. they were out in the open. Like, if you wanted to, I, I understand, you know, one defensible position in the city, but not multiple undefended positions in my well, mind. Well, you guys got to think, too. They weren't planning to attack. They were in full recon mode. They were trying to see where the attack was going to come from so then they could plan their attack in that location because they still thought that they still had uh, the support from Freetown. But yeah, they I mean, were yeah, that's that's a, that's a good point for their for their mindset. But, but he, like they could have they could have picked a way better location though because that had just blown up, so therefore there's no security at all. It's yep. been blown up. All the security's gone. No doors, no windows, no nothing. All, all I know is Phoenix said that all their flanks were covered. And when Phoenix says that the flanks <laughs> are covered, the flanks are covered, okay? You trust you, you trust Fennec when she says it. Yeah, there you go. So here's here's my first issue. We've just talked about it. Freetown. Yeah. One of the things that I guess I didn't like about the show and, and I guess this finale is the way they talk about certain things. For example, the people of Freetown are going to come help us. And I'm like, every time you see Freetown – there's like four huts out there right. in the middle of the sand. Yeah. It's like one how many street. people they are they? Yeah, one, one street. street. Yeah. They, yeah. They talked about it as if like the freaking, you know, military was coming for the whole planet. Yeah. Like, which like, so even that I was like, what are they really expecting well, from Freetown? So well, they only Fennec- have like 10 people. If they're bringing 25, <laughs> that's a significant upgrade. Well, they didn't bring 25. Say, like, uh, Fennec made it a point to say the Pike's army uh, numbers haven't arrived yet. So, like, she said they're still waiting on that ship to come uh, with the rest of their numbers. And so they have a chance with the people of Freetown. So right. I guess maybe you're right. The, the 25 people that came and showed up <laughs> was going to outnumber them. But the Pike's definitely had more than 10. They did, for sure. They, I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but oh, yeah, the Pikes had a good yeah, bit. But it, it just felt stuff. like, I don't know. The way they talked about Freetown was just like they were they were going to make the difference, and and of yeah. course they helped. But right. yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So yeah. So if anything, their ship helped because it gave them cover. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole fifteen seconds of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah until dude. it got destroyed, right? Um, but then okay, so then the next scene is is Cad Bane. All right, and his presence is definitely felt through this entire episode, and he. He's a great character. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He's, he's a phenomenal character from Clone Wars. Um, we got him a little bit in Bad Batch, and then here he is now, live action. Uh, he was a jaw-dropping moment in the last episode, but here we are now, and he calls him. He, he uh, the, sends a droid in. He's like, hey, uh, somebody's here, and Boba drops the line, like, I thought you said nobody could sneak up on us <laughs> with Fennec. Then he goes out there, and they have their little dialogue back and forth, and uh, I, just, I just thought it was so great that he was just trying to get under his skin yeah, uh, and that he was he used the information that he got from the Pikes was like, oh no, we killed his Tuscan family, or whatever, right? Yeah, and he brings it back, and he's like, uh, he's like, oh, kind of like the Pikes did with your Tuscan family, and yeah. he just rile him up, and he puts his hand on the gun. Yeah, Such he, a great scene. They even brought back the whole like thing that had been underlying throughout the series of, you know, whether of you know the new version of Boba Fett was he soft? Like he, oh, he brings yeah, that yeah, back yeah. up. That some that have been kind of under underlying the entire season so far. Yeah, all this, the audience is all like, "Oh, Boba Fett's soft now." Like that's what we're saying as fans, yeah. and then it gets acknowledged by Cad Bane. Like, "Oh, you've grown soft in your old age." Like, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 really cool when they can be self aware like that. So I guess they were kind of they knew what they were doing when they were making Boba Fett the way he was because yeah. they eventually addressed it. So, but the Cad Bane scene. What do you guys think? Like, uh, what what did you guys take out of that scene? Cad Bane being a bad A. Uh, it was very like standoffish. Um, I really enjoyed the fact that 
it wasn't a showdown. Like, Boba kind of, like, used his restraint. Right. Um, I mean, you could definitely tell that he had the attachment because, you know, he put his gun up like he was about mm-hmm. to fire, and then Finnick, you know, reeled him back in, like, not now. Like, we've got to be strategic about this. Because um, he probably just didn't have those two shooters behind him. He probably had more, you know. Cad Bane's the type of person where he's going to think every possible scenario through uh, and have a plan for it. So um, Except for a Tuscan stick. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, to be honest with you. That was concealed very well. Uh, <laughs> I, where, where did he pull yeah, that from? I, I watched it two times, and, I mean, you, yeah, you can see it on his back, but the way the position he's at, there's no way he gets that out of time. Mm. There's no way. Come on, dude, he's Boba. Come on, man. <laughs> Show some respect. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is his book. Yeah, so as a, as a non-Star Wars fan, uh, T-Roll, uh, Ca- <laughs> the character of Cad Bane, the character of Cad Bane, non, what, what, non-Star Wars fan. what is your impression of Cad I like Cad Star Bane? Wars, okay? Yeah, you my, do. You my do. problem when, is... When we tell you to. Yeah. yeah, no, my... Yeah, so what's my impression of Cad Bane? Yeah. Um, menacing. Okay, good. Menacing. That's, that's, yeah, that's a good start. Certainly menacing and um, it very... Interesting to look at. Yeah. <laughs> and then clearly, like, you could see he's a badass. I mean, later yes, on when yes. they have, when they actually have the thing, you could see how actually, like, fast he is. Yeah. Because um, he does look like just an old blue alien, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought menacing. I thought manipulative for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoyed him for the most part. I thought he was a good character. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was really disappointed that he didn't get a chance to use his foot rockets. Uh, like a oh, showdown yeah. with like Boba Fett and him, like up in there. Foot rockets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got foot sick. rockets. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty pretty great. I, I love it too. Um, hmm. So okay, so then after the Cad Bane scene, um, we kind of go into um, the them. They're divided out, right? We see the Gamorans up on the uh, the hill where the airport Dude, is. That's sad, bro. R-I-P. Yeah, I, I, I no. really did. Like Listen, I was, the, <laughs> I, it was sad to see. They you know. n- they never gave them names, so you, that therefore yeah. they you, yeah they were they were done for from the from the get go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They never they always names. referred to them as the Gamorans. That's it. Like I knew they were going to be, and, and like I said, even from like the first episode, yeah. I was like they're going to be ride or die. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. And yeah, they yeah. were all the way, all the way. Yeah. Um. So it breaks it into like four scenes, right? It shows the Gamorans up at the airport. It shows um, City Hall with uh, Santo. They called him Santo. I like that. Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Um, and he's there by himself because, of course, of course he is, right? And then it has the mods down in the workers' district, and then obviously back at, back at the sanctuary. So they, it, it kind of they're like the mods. They're like oh, something doesn't feel right. Something's not right here. And then all of a sudden, it's a coordinated attack. Yeah. And, uh, uh, who didn't see the other uh, the mob families turning on Boba Fett? Like who didn't see that yeah, one coming? Right? Just, it made all the sense in the world. <laughs> all the all the sense in the world from the turn. They they had so much to gain from getting him out of the way. Like and didn't even Mando say that was the right call? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mando <laughs> said they they made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. 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 He yeah. he understood. He probably was like, why'd you even offer that in the first place? Like you should have just over overtaken them and been been done with it, right? But uh, the Gamorans go pretty quick. Like you see them, they're gone, and then a few of the mods get picked off, but none of the ones they've featured um, for long periods of, of course, time on yeah. camera. Which I kind of wanted to see a few of the mods. More of them die. I just did not like the characters, the, yeah. the, the mod characters. And if you've noticed, the director of the episode, Robert Rodriguez, he's the one who spent the most time emphasizing the mod characters. So you can definitely tell that was his little spy kids. Uh, a uh, little thing that he, yeah. he he loved there. So stupid. I know. So I could not. You didn't like that, Markham? No, no. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense. It, it it was completely out of place. The whole the whole series. 
I think so. I think the mods were completely out of place. Like you had these glossy bikes, red and blue cobalt. It was just cyberpunk, dude. It was, it was straight up cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I felt like it was almost like in those, uh, like, well, very much like a kids' movie where, you know, these people who should have no power don't really have, shouldn't really have a real say in things. All of a sudden, have a say in things that that didn't even make sense to me. Like. Why do they have so much pull on the ear of Boba, Boba Fett, Fett yeah. in these situations? You know, in he needed comparison some youth, to bro, he needed some 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 energy. He needed to look cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Right. I can I can picture like Luke Skywalker like looking up to those guys when he was like before he became like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like, he was still there hunting wombats. I mean, and, maybe like, it's like, because like at this point he had already saved Fennec with their like a mod's help, so maybe his heart was like softened to. Like yeah, that, they that part of society. Of, I, I mean, know? I felt like that was the, the 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 way they did it, but it was you know I, I don't know. I just felt like they got unnecessarily lifted up, mm-hmm. like to be correct. Yeah. You know, and it continues throughout the rest of the episode with how much yeah. uh, dialogue that they get and all this. Like, we'll, we'll get even there. the yeah. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. Well, let's not forget Anakin did it first. You're right with the arm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 100%. He did. Yeah. He could have been the inspiration. Who knows? He could the inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the inspiration for a lot of uh, things, but maybe not the right things. So. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so okay, so then they're all being attacked, and then they all convene back to the sanctuary location. Which okay, so Chrysanthemum is definitely a bad A because yeah. not only is he by himself <laughs> overrun by the other other gang members, but he comes limping back and gets shot up. No armor, no Beskar. <laughs> Can I just point this out? He is wearing no Beskar, and he gets shot just as much as Mando and Boba Fett do. Yeah, okay, dude. so an- another little movie reference. I thought that. For a second, I thought they were about to pull a platoon on him. Like, the way that he was running back to the defended <laughs> position, like, yeah. it looked like he was going to yeah. have one of those moments where he just got, like, annihilated as he was running back. But, of course, he's too cool for that. Right, of course. Thank goodness, right? The, the one issue I had with that is that it looked like his foot was displaced when he was limping. Yes. And I was like, did he break his foot? Like, right. It, was it like looked broken. Dr- dangled it it looked yeah. broken. And then it wasn't. Yeah. And then his limp went away later on. So. Correct. Yeah. These are little nitpicky things that, that us, us Star Wars fans who, yes, we, as, as, as much as I hate Star Wars fans, I am a Star Wars fan, so therefore i got to fit the stereotype a little bit. i got to tear it apart just a, you know, just a little bit, right? right? Yeah. But, yeah. However, issues. His head. Uh, who, but he could have put it back in place. Like, I, I <laughs> sure, I don't know how Wookiee Anatomy works, but, uh, but Sure, we it. don't know. Uh, but then, obviously, this is where the free, free town comes in, okay? And so... Here's me being the piggy again. Let's talk about it. Uh, Let's talk about so Freetown, the when, saviors. When Freetown comes around the corner, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, their tank, their little tank uh, car, and that was enough to hold off them until the the big robot walkers get there. Like I yeah. don't know. Cool, you had a big gun, but they had the high ground. They had, they had the Pikes had a lot working for them there. But I feel like these people who lived off of one street. Come wheeling in with this little tank tank thing. Like, I don't think that should have been enough. Like, I don't know. Yes, it shouldn't have been. It's but, just <clears> – <throat> and, like, man, these pikes are so menacing. You know, you guys kept talking about, oh, the pike, the, dude, T-roll. These pikes, they're a big deal. <laughs> yeah. They can't hit anything. Right. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, well, I mean, okay, so you're, you're saying that, but the pikes aren't necessarily, like, fighters. They no. are more built off of <clears> – <throat> they're, they're more – 
like the they have their hands in a lot of things, but they're not less necessarily they're not warriors. They're not the people who go out onto in the battlefield and you know face off head to head against yeah. people. They're not trench warfare. Yeah, they they make deals. They do they they you know control a lot of illegal activity, but they're not necessarily like hands on fighter type of mobsters. Well, that that's fine. I will say this, just in terms of the direction they took with the show, their reign of terror was did not last long. No, felt like watching Age of Ultron, where it's like, yeah, not an age. It was more like a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like they barely gave them any sort of time to like show like you saw the the end of uh episode I guess 6 right where they had the bomb and all that yeah but it it just didn't last like it was just so quick so i just felt like they the pikes weren't i don't know the pikes didn't seem they form, formidable been the, they shouldn't at have all. been yeah the big, they shouldn't have been the big bad right mm-hmm. like yeah that's yeah. Tr- that shouldn't have been the case um and with with you speaking on that note it is kind of like weird cuz they had reinforcements coming right so like yeah, why not just they, wait, yeah, wait. They, they, yeah they could have waited, brought the reinforcements. They probably have more of those scorpionic droids, right? To, to land yeah, more of them. Those they, things are formidable. Yeah. yeah, if they had more of those, they'd be done. They'd be done. Yeah, you're right. They did mention that more was on the way. So why not just retreat? Let them win the day by just you know holding out, and then they attack and wipe them out. I do have a theory about that. I have a feeling that this move was coordinated more by Cad Bane than truly by the Pikes. I feel like Cad Bane went a little bit off script and made a move before he was before the Pikes truly felt comfortable to make their move. Yeah, but what would his play be? Like he's hired by them. Like what would what would he accomplish by getting his uh, people potentially? I'm wiped just saying, off? Cad Bane wanted to get the job done. Is what I think it was. Uh, I, I okay. don't think it was. I think Cad Bane saw that uh, the Pikes were just kind of speeded up so he can get paid, pretty much. Sort of, but just like he just felt like the pe- the Pikes were just kind of. You know, messing around. He wanted, He's like, I have a task to do. I'm going to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of how he saw it. And with the fact that he thinks that Boba Fett was weak, I mean, if you think that somebody's weak, it... You go for the kill. Let them, yeah, you take them out before they become strong. <coughs> you know? Okay. Yeah, okay. I can I can, I can, can see that. Um, I, I mean, I mean, there are other, you know, other yeah. stuff could happen, but that's kind of how I felt like, potentially, especially with him dropping. It, it, the, the way that he talked with the Pikes, it wasn't... It felt like he didn't necessarily have a whole lot of respect for them as an organization. Right. And then secondly, the way that he kind of threw the entire Pike organization under the bus when he was talking to Boba Fett. Right. Like, I get he was get, trying to get under their skin, but I felt like it was also, like, his way of, you know, also just kind of showing that he just didn't really have a whole lot of respect right. for the Pikes. So, it's it's funny how this, this worked out because... Um, there was a lot of a lot of negative things said, right? Like, I mean, I kind of brought up some points that I, I wasn't too happy with, and you guys kind of like bounced in there and, and and mentioned it. So, a lot of the things that I personally didn't like was in the beginning of of, of the episode, and now here transitions to all the things that I actually liked about the episode. Yeah. Uh, lots of um, lots of fun action, lots of uh, just bad badassery. Like, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah. And, uh, it all started with um, Mandalorian and the Scorpion Walkers, right? What, yeah. what are they call it the Scorpion Walkers. Uh, Scorpion okay. Walkers. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so they're getting gunned down, or whatever, right? And Boba's like, uh, I'm, "I'm out. I got. I got to go. I get reinforcements because this, this is not working." Yeah. And Mando's leading them away. Uh, they're shooting up, blowing up the town. Everyone's running away. So Mando, he turns the corner, and there's there's Pelly, right? And her, hey Mando, I was looking for you. And her, yeah, her annoying voice. Her, her she, her voice is annoying, but her character I've grown to love. So, yes. uh, what are you guys' thoughts on her? 
uh, quirky, yeah. uh, fun to be around. Not she she doesn't get like I guess overwhelmed. Yeah. She's kind of like the morale booster. Like the fan uh, base the is team. split. Yeah. The fan base either hates her or loves her. Well, so. that's Star Wars for you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's kind of also the person who's like save her own tail type of situation. Yeah. Like she 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 is she I does whatever she like can her. to survive in a I, lot of ways. I, I kind of like her. Oh, I yeah, think yeah, I think it's yeah. good comic relief. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, me I too. like her as a character. Yeah. yeah, I feel like she 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 does it, but she does it in an enjoyable mm-hmm. way to where she isn't. She doesn't feel slimy when she's just trying to self persevere. Yeah, you know that's, that's true. And uh, well, earlier in the episode, she gets a visit from an X wing, right? Yes. Uh, X wing's coming in, but she's freaking out, and she's like, "You're like, oh, what? Uh, hide things, hide this, hide yeah. that." And she's like yelling at her little yeah. droids, like, uh, <laughs> "Hide the spice." Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Is it spice? I don't know. I don't it know. Could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's kind of that situation. Every time mm-hmm. up until now that you've seen an X wing in mm-hmm. either the Mandalorian or. Um, or in the Book of Boba Fett, it's been in relation to the New Republic. Yeah, police work kind of, right? Yes. Like similar to that. So uh, she's landing. She's like, I just applied for my New Republic uh, license or whatever, right? Just right. as you were landing. Pulled, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, just, as, just as you pulled in. And then uh, and then she's met with Grogu. And uh, I love the the little uh, shout there at the in, in the middle of the dialogue between her and R2. She's like, Grogu? What kind of name is that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Throwing that back to the, for the fan base, which is funny. Um, but then, like the fact that she's having a conversation with R two D two is pretty pretty cool. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. that was cool. Yeah, but uh, I was a little disappointed that Luke was not with him. Dude, I was convinced Luke was gonna be like, yeah, be yeah. There. Why would Luke say uh, you'll get, like I'll return you to the Mandalorian and then only to send R two to do it? Like, yeah, I don't know. The, the the only reason I could think of is possibility that it would have been too much of like a power shift. Like they wanted the struggle in the <clears throat> episode. For like you know the characters that are actually supposed to be in like the show um, to have to persevere over them rather than just you know basically oh we're gonna drop a Jedi in the middle of this <laughs> and just let him just like do all the work for you yeah but it, I mean who who in the setting that we're in now who's killed the Jedi like I mean Cad Bane has been he's been known to be that ruthless that that like that would have been a good matchup to see Cad Bane versus Luke Skywalker. Uh, I don't know. I think that would have been fun to see, but it would have been fun. Yeah, um, we did not get to see that. But uh, but anyway, so she rolls up with her 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 little droid carriage, uh, and it's like, Mando, I've been looking for you. <laughs> He's like, Turn around, get out of here, turn around. And then uh, uh, she hops on to that thing, speeding away. Which I'm curious how fast that thing was actually going. It looked like yeah. it, was, it was hauling. It looks like it was going. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, Look who came to see you. And then like Grogu pops out of the blanket, like <laughs> yeah. no big deal. And they have a little sweet moment, which um, I, I did I did enjoy Aww. that. I did, I did, yeah, I awed. audible. Yep, and then he's like, "Oh, you're wearing the shirt," and then like <laughs> the shirt. Yeah. I love yeah. the shirt. No, uh, not the Beskar or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, you're wearing the shirt. But uh, that was a that was a good little confirmation of like, okay, yeah, he did choose it, like kind of thing. Even though we yeah. saw it in the beginning, but right. it was cool that he actually admitted it, like right there. Well, well, it makes sense, especially with you know whole uh, Ben Solo's whole thing where he turns to the dark side and you know destroys you know the whole Jedi yeah, temple. Jedi temple. Yep. So like now it's making it where like Grogu survives. So now we have yeah. that possibility, um, or maybe even in season three, um, not necessarily he's a Jedi, but maybe he gets some training from Ahsoka. Like, like who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. All this is a possibility now, and he could potentially be in any future sequel movies that um, they decide to do, yep. whether it's um, episodes, what, 10, 11, and 12, if they decide to go that route. Yep. So here's the thing. How weird is it going to be if they do that in the future, more movies, yeah. and we have an, a more aged Grogu who, like, talks yeah, how weird it's is it going to be for you? It's going to happen. How is he going to talk? That is actually something I'm thinking about. Like, if when he becomes the 
begins to have the ability to speak, is he going to speak as Yoda? Mm. Is that like a His species race, yeah. trait? Mm. Or is it a just something that Yoda happened to do? I feel like he would... I mean, the way that Luke said it in episode six, he's like, oh, yeah, my master, he spoke in riddles. Like, yeah. I feel like when he said he spoke in riddles was more like, that was a Yoda thing. Yeah. Like, you're... Okay. That's, that's how I took it. So, yeah. I think that has more to do with the culture of whatever species, species they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Grogu didn't, wasn't raised or grew up in, within that species, I don't think he's going to be speaking in riddles. I think Cause, so. Because yeah. Yaddle spoke in riddles, too, the only other known mm-hmm. species. Um... Whatever it is, and then uh, so yeah, Yoda and Yaddle both spoke spoken riddles. I don't I don't think Greg was gonna do it. Yeah. He wasn't raised. He's that not way. raised that yeah. way. Yeah, he's modernized. Ah, good point. Oh good wow, point. Okay. he's the generation mm-hmm. that like bucked the system, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah it's, well, it's just also like the fact that he was raised in, you know, outside of that culture in yeah. general. You know, right? Hmm. And yeah, in a pod, point. he was raised in a pod. <laughs> Yeah, yep. that's true. Not a podcast, but a pod. We're on a podcast. <laughs> yes. He was in a pod. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, they have a cool moment there, which, okay. Um, <laughs> here's a moment where I thought should have uh, re- kind of redefined um, the Mandalorian character, all right, as far as his him and his Darksaber. All right. So, we see him using the Darksaber on the yeah. the Scorpion neck droids, right? Yep. We see him doing that, but he's, he's obviously sluggish and... Yeah. He's, he's swinging it around, but then he meets Grogu. I feel like this should have been a moment to where he has, he has, he's not thinking about Grogu anymore. Like as far as him being off and unsafe and everything, now he's here. Grogu's present. He knows he can he keep needs him to safe. Defend him. Yes. Like and as that, a streamlining his right. Thought. His thoughts are streamlined, and then he's able to wield it much better. He cuts through it the first time rather than like hitting the force field over Wait. and over again. He should have been able to cut right through after he met Grogu and then just annihilated the. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. The droids. I, I could have seen now like a slow motion scene where all of a sudden like he just comes into yeah like focus and he's able to just you know yeah. I thought they missed a cool moment like that. Yeah, but I'm still I still I mean I still enjoyed what what came next because um, uh, Boba returns. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we were clamoring for it uh, all season long. Once we heard the potential of it being there, um, uh, I think it was episode four, right? Um, the Rancor. Came, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Boba in the Rancor make their appearance, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that right, the C- that thing like a bull. I know. I thought the CGI looked absolutely incredible. Yeah, it looked awesome. Um, the even like the building interaction of it breaking while the Rancor was like standing on top of it and grabbing it. You're right. It was more like bull riding. Is what it was. He was yeah. he was making adjustments and moving around, and the fact he was able to wield a gun with that in the first place was pretty incredible yeah. to do that as well. But uh, the I would like to learn more about the the, the Rancor species or whatever because uh, the, he was getting shot up and, and and stabbed with legs and stuff like that, and yet he kept going, kept going. So like, yeah, Freaking obviously tank. the anatomy of a of a Rancor is something like so next next level. Yeah, they're yeah. like a rhino. Uh, their skin's like an armor um, armor type. Naturally, so, yeah, uh, nat- yeah naturally hardened. Yeah, uh, yeah, and just the size of them, you know. Yeah, you know. And two, uh, and two, I just want to point out that was a baby rancor. It wasn't a full-grown rancor. It was a baby rancor. So this thing, jeez, man, huge. that's crazy. Jeez, okay, that's crazy. Wow. <clears throat> um, but yeah, just he went to town on them droid yeah. things, bro. Overall, yeah. the rancor scene was. I mean, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I mean, what did you guys take away? Yeah, it was freaking sick. <laughs> I mean, it was super awesome, and it was just really cool. And uh, you know, we get. You know, an homage to King to King Kong. You know, as you know, <laughs> as on the tower. Yeah, you know, he stands yeah. on the tower. Um, you know, so that was that was kind of a cool little mm-hmm. like you know scene that you saw there. And yeah, it was just really cool seeing them bring like 
you know, you've been thinking about, okay, so we're going to get some sort of, you know, scene with the Rancor or, you know, some sort of big, you know, thing to sh- help shift the tide of the battle, you know, even more because, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of been on their heels for most of it. So it was really cool to see them come in and, you know, at least somewhat uh, make sense when they turn the tide. Yeah. Good point. Good point. That was probably, for me, like the most Mandalorian thing you could do. Uh, just calling back to the tradition and everything, you know, Mandalorians rode the Mythosaur. They even That's right. brought that up in the Mandalorian uh, when he had to ride those bull things. I don't know what they were called, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Just seeing him ride it, it was it, it was sick. Like uh, mm-hmm. it was, it felt natural almost, even though he didn't. I don't know how much training he received on. I don't I assume a, two episodes. Not, yeah, two, two episodes. episodes yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was no montage. Uh, ah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what he was doing in those two episodes. Yeah, where that's you know. exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought, you know, after a while, I started to realize that the, they're having a hard time with these these droids. Yes. Like their force field, I know, yeah. right? Like they, they, you just they couldn't get through. So, for me, it was sick to when I see Boba show up on the Rancor. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, it's, it's going yeah, down. It's going yeah. to go down. Yeah, and and this kind of like, but I like it that it wasn't easy for him. No, it wasn't. Work no. For it wasn't. Which I feel like that the fact that he had to work for it, but yet he showed up and was able to do it. Like it's kind of solidified Boba as being like, yeah. you know, he's pretty cool. Like. <laughs> I mean, it's true. He, he was. Yeah, and I like the little, like, foreshadowing of what was potentially to come with Chris Anthon because you saw him before he got, like, knocked up a little bit when he was saying – he was about to break through the force shield in his own right. So oh, kind of yeah, just yeah, showing yeah. how cool he around, is, too. Yeah. Um, like, with his um, – Knuckles. Yeah. yeah, it was his knuckles. Knuckle dusters. He, 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 yeah, his knuckle dusters. You could see he, he was about to. Like, he was – I think for a moment you actually do see his fist start to go through. get through the yeah. field, but then he gets, like, knocked off to the side. You know, mm-hmm. so perspective here, right? The force fields we've seen them before. We've seen them in the prequel trilogies on some of the droids, right? Yes. Yep. Um, and we see how hard of a time they're having here in the town trying to to, to, to to fight these robots off, right? These droids. And yet, in the prequel trilogy, the Jedi's they do a pretty. I mean, yes, they struggle, but a one Jedi like can easily get past those force fields, like yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, I say easily, but it's a little more challenging, but they have the ability to do that. So that just also, it helps show the scale of where the Jedi are compared to the, the town folk. So I, I just want to point that out too. That mm. All right. Yeah. Big problem I had. Yes. Big, bring it on. Big, big problem I had. Um, these droids, when the town, or when the, the free town folk and Kristan and, and everybody's running away from them and Mando is sticking back because Boba just bailed to get... Um, the Rancor. Yeah, yeah, the Rancor, right? You know, Mando's, like, running around them, like, playing with them, getting them to change their focus. And clearly they're not the fastest things. Like, they have to, like, turn and shift and okay. all that stuff. When everybody's running away, they are literally running in one big group <laughs> yeah. down this big, wide-open street. And there's countless alleys that they can go peel into. You're right. And to me, it is the dumbest freaking thing I've ever seen. It's just like, what are we, just scatter out, and you're fine. Yeah. You know? And you could keep running in yeah. that direction, but take a couple turns and go in that direction. Yeah, they're not very maneuverable. Oh, my God, it was That's so true. stupid, yeah. man. It was so stupid. Also, um, you know, in that type of battle, it reminds me of, like, a cavalry battle. When you when a cal- when the cavalry, which would be the droids in this situation, when you break lines Talk like about that, that's, what, that's when you really start to, <laughs> that's when you really start to, uh, like, uh, start piling up casualties, and the yeah. droids weren't doing a great job Nothing. of picking off people either. So, like, it was <laughs> it was kind of like a comedy of errors in the fact that the droids weren't killing really anyone, and the people weren't really doing any sort of strategy and trying to get away either. Right. You know? 
Yeah, good point. Good to point. me, that was just so dumb. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. And, well, uh, you want to know another thing to piggyback off of that is that we see both Boba and the Mandalorian use their jetpacks early on, but Mandalorian doesn't really use it well, to distract the, the droid while he's, yeah, that'd have been while he's that'd uh, been you know, trying to wait for Boba to get there, right? Right, now, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a fuel issue. Is, is gas prices <laughs> going up for him, too, like it is for us? Like, I don't know. Tatooine, <laughs> fuel. Um, but, yeah, so he could have used that a little bit more. Uh, I, I think that's that's something that could have happened. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, you see the Rancor. He comes in, does damage. So that image of Boba sitting there on the Rancor, and you're like, man, that's so cool, right? And then, when he obviously, he gets thrown off, and he goes and fights Cad Bane for a little bit. And the Rancor is sitting on top of the thing. And Mando goes, and he sits on top of him. Uh-huh. I, a, a brief moment of me, me was like, they're doing it again. This is the Boba Fett show, and Mandalorian's just going to go ahead and sit on this Rancor and be just as cool or save even cooler day. and save the day right in the, right in the Rancor. I was like, man, give Boba his time to shine, right? Yeah. But then he gets thrown off as well, and I was like, okay, good. That was the right move. That was the right call. Because I'm telling you, if Mandalorian would have got on there, and uh, wrote them just wrote, as good. Wrote, wrote it better. Yeah, exactly. I would have been like, they don't want this show to succeed. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, he gets thrown off, and then Rancor's getting ready to annihilate him. And then the, we had the Grogu scene, which uh, mm. it, size size comparison alone, like it was it was pretty pretty pet, um, crazy. It was pretty crazy to see. Um, but he's doing his whole force wave hand calm the beast. I, I was wondering if he was gonna pick him up. That would have been pretty I cool didn't know too. what he was about to do, you know? Yeah. I was getting the vibe he was about to kill it. Like, he was going to put it to sleep, and then we were about to see some dark Grogu. Got a bit of... Like, for some reason, in my head, I'm like, he's going to do it. He's, you gonna, know? He, he's got that lightsaber. He's going to pull the lightsaber that's, out. Yes. It, I was going to say, yeah. like, that's what I kind of wish would have happened, is that he pulled the lightsaber out. Uh, and get, he's getting ready to use it, but then, like, decides that, okay, he's asleep, and he puts it away. Like, wait, it's wait, kind wait. of his battle. Are you guys just saying that because you think he has a lightsaber or you saw it i'm gonna go on record right now and say that he has the lightsaber as well what i'm gonna go away because okay because listen if luke if oh actually makes him choose between the the armor or the lightsaber he's doing nothing different than the jedi has done in the past traditions and the whole him becoming the, the the jedi master that he is today after return of the jedi and everything he's learned from his father's past by making them choose one or the other, I think it goes against the, his philosophy that has been established already. Yeah. And I feel like he needs to be more open to he – sh- he should be more open to. And that's why in episode like seven, eight, nine, it fell because uh, he, he allowed Ben Solo to be kind of attached to his parents as well as um, that. So I don't know. That, I'm going on record saying that I think he has the lightsaber. Huh. Hmm. I mean, I do think it was more of what what that situation was just the philosophical choice, or like you know was was more about that. It wasn't necessarily about what items he was gonna get. It was more about where his mindset was. You know, it's kind of <clears throat> yes, you are choosing between the chainmail and the lightsaber, but you're really choosing the Jedi way or going with the Mandalorian. Hmm. So I mean, him giving him the lightsaber after he makes that choice is a possible I could see that being a possibility. Maybe um, that'll be the first thing that we see in Mando season 3, you know, that I'm Telling you, isn't that it's going to be jaw dropping when we see it. Yeah, mm. so so two things I'm curious about. One, did R2D2 just drop him off and he's heading back to the planet or is he sticking around to accompany them as a as a watcher or a guide? And if that is the case, does R2D2 have the lightsaber? And we're gonna see a scene see where launches like, it out. Yeah, launches it out. Like, <laughs> where basically, like <laughs> when cool. uh, when Gro- when Grogu becomes like, you know, 
uh, what is it? what am I looking for? Like, uh, you know, capable or you know, fully Old enough. functioning. Yeah. Not, not fully functioning, more like worthy. There we okay. go. That's what yeah, I'm okay. looking for. When he becomes okay. worthy of a lightsaber, R two D two has been instructed to give it to give him. it to him. Oh, yeah. uh, although it would be really cool if we see in the third season of Mandalorian. And, and the reason why we didn't get the big uh, reveal for Mandalorian and his Darksaber is that maybe like Ahsoka is going to uh, have Grogu and uh, the Mandalorian learning how together. to use their weapons together. That would be in a like cool a sparring scene. match, you know, in, while Ahsoka is watching on. Dude, what if one day Mando could like wield the Force? How sick would that be? <laughs> I don't that, know. Is he force sensitive? I, I mean, know. I mean, we we don't really. I mean, he could be, you know, from he could be force sensitive. He could be from a maybe. That's one of the reasons why you know him and Grogu have such a strong connection is mm-hmm. because they he he has some latent um, abilities that are you know just been have not been unlocked. Yeah, I mean, because he's not like from Mandalore. He's like from just some random. Yeah, he's yeah. a foundling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's that's mm. a good shout. So I mean, the Mandalorians can be force sensitive anyway, yeah. even when they are from Mandalore. Right, kind of like uh, they've already established in the sequel trilogies, where Finn is he's force sensitive, but he's not a Jedi. Right? I mean, literally, the basis of the dark dark saber is, is you know, yeah, force yeah. sensitive. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's yep. a force sensitive Mandalorian. Yeah. So hmm. there, there you go. That's dum, that. Dum, dum. Um, so anyway, Grogu puts him down, and then uh, Cad Bane and Boba they're fighting away. Boba, and they seem to go be going at it pretty good. Um, but then Boba gets overthrown, and Cad does the best thing that Cad does, and he's like, I'm ending this. Uh, and he's, like, hovering over him. Boba closes his eyes, and and then, as we mentioned before, out of nowhere, he pulls the staff out and then pulls a, a Tuscan moves on him and yeah. pins him down and then just impales him. Which, in, in my mind, <laughs> is kind of reminiscent of... Uh, when the tar, uh, uh, Grand Moff Gideon and uh, the Mandalorian fought in season two, I felt like um, with you know the whole uh, the Beskar spear and stuff like that, I felt like it, it was kind of similar to like that kind of turn at the end of the their yeah, battle. Yeah, you're um, right. Good point. And I do think uh, it, I do think it was kind of like a um, way to kind of show how he has changed because of the way like when he was facing Cad Bane head to head, the way that he used to fight. He was losing the entire time, and then when he finally accepted his new fighting style, he was able to get the advantage and then you know finish the job. Yeah, I mean it was it was I mean it was cool to see him do the moves that we saw him learning in episodes one and two. I mean that was a cool callback. I enjoyed yeah, that for sure. I liked it. Uh, I just didn't want to see Cad Bane die, but I know Markham earlier today, yeah. you and I were talking, you said just it, he had to go out that way. Yeah, know? yeah, he had it coming. So the whole Cad Bane and Boba Fett thing to me. Uh, and they even mentioned this in there. I don't know if you guys caught this, but like Cad Bane, like was a teacher for Boba yes, when he exactly. called him. Yeah, and he even mentioned like, "Let this be my final lesson to you." So I think it was kind of like a teacher and student type moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cad Bane's old. He is. He's old. So uh, he like he had to go. Like that had to be the way. Like the student, the student became the the master essentially. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's just what it had to be. Yeah, it was only uh, natural that Bubba would be the one to take him out. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I get that. I do. I get it. I, I, he's such a cool character, though, to finally get him in live action for. I mean, altogether, it added up to like one episode of uh, his time <laughs> in the in it. But it's it's okay. Well, we'll take it. We'll settle for it. But uh, after that's done, um, he got more time than Boba originally got back in '83. Yeah, so. you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. And so um, <laughs> maybe we'll get a a prequel 
live action Cad Bane. Listen, we gotta stop jumping around this timeline. Let's just let's just, Dude, just keep going think, forward here. Tell me about yeah, it. Let's bro. just keep going forward. I don't and, know what to th- look. I say that, but like, do we want to just keep going forward in the middle between episodes six yeah, and seven, but, or do we? But we're, ju- we're about to get an Obi Wan series. Yeah, so that we're going back. I know. Just don't even get me started on that, man. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so essentially, battle's over. We're in. We're sucked yeah, in. Because guess who's going to be watching dude. it? Yeah, us, us right here. Yeah, <laughs> we're sucked in. So battle's over. Um, essentially, they win, and the reason they win is because of somebody who hasn't been here all along, Fennec. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Where dude, is Fennec? Where has she been yeah, this whole exactly. time? Right. So we see back the 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 hut of the Pikes. Right. He's sitting there with the mayor and some other dude. Right. And then. Um, the head pike person. So they're just chilling in the hut, and you hear p- bodies drop outside the door. And then all of a sudden, they're like looking around, and then shots are coming through the roof, and all these people are dying, right? <laughs> and then Fennec drops down out of the ceiling, and you're like, this, I mean, this, first off, she, this chick's awesome. Like, she, yeah. she's great. Good uh, work, bro. Thoroughly enjoy how ruthless she is. Um, however, this scene came after Boba Fett, like, kind of was victorious, right? I feel like Boba Fett should have been the one to infiltrate the place and take him out. Well, okay, I, so the, the way I kind of almost see it is they were having sound simultaneously in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. Like, like in, so her job was literally to infiltrate this and take out that while they were taking on everything a else. two-pronged attack, right? Yeah. yeah, like that. yeah and it, isn't this in a completely different city? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Most she, she, had, yeah. she, had so to go. she traveled. She booked yeah. it. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. I'll accept that. So <laughs> so my thing is, I, I think she did that because she didn't want to ask for permission, mm. in a sense. Do it uh, her way. She, her yeah, way. Her way. She, she saw them as a threat. She needed to take them out. Whether she was doing it to cover Boba's tail or she wanted to take out the competition is a whole other thing. And Boba, you know. Uh, Sanctioned it. He told yeah, her to go. He go. told her to go. go. So, yeah. I don't blame her for doing yeah. it at all. Can I just uh, do a callback to her cool little flip off the building when she saved the mods? Just got to point that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so she kills them, and they're walking through the streets, and everybody's bowing to Boba, like, yeah, <laughs> and and he's he's receiving his praise, and uh, as he's doing this, I'm like, oh, yeah, he seems like a sheriff here. Like, he literally seems like he's a sheriff because he saved the day, like that whole yeah. thing. Um, but in all actuality, I guess he's established himself as territorial rule as uh, the daimyo. So I guess maybe a little bit like that, but I also kind of saw it as like old school. Like I know I've been brought up a lot of movie references, but like in the Godfather, like when you know in Godfather Part Two, when the when the one of the dons is just walking down the street and people are just you know just you know bowing and giving them things stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I saw it too. Is like he has established himself to the point to where the it, it it has moved beyond just fear mm-hmm. and like as he was saying it's it's respect as well um so i can kind of feel like that's kind of how it was supposed to be coming off as well so so essentially they're bound to him knowing that he's going to come for collection money for protection in like a couple weeks like that's essentially what it is right yeah but they're giving it <laughs> almost willingly okay it, willingly now they're happy yeah, they feel safe and protected so um so we see that whole scene it's a feel good moment right and then uh, they kind of pan up to space, and then we see Mandalorian leaving the planet. <laughs> yeah. In no, his, no in thank it. you. No, appreciate it. We'll yeah, see you around. No, yeah, yeah. No, none of that. Nothing. Not, uh, he, I'll actually pay you. You don't have to do it on the house, like that whole thing, right? Uh, so he's flying away, and like I su- suspected, that little that little pit in the uh, window in the back yeah. is for Grogu. Of yeah. course, yeah. Yeah. And they have a cool little little moment. Oh, this is good. Yeah. This is a good. A little, little tapping on the window. And he's no. Like, no. Tapping uh-huh. on the window. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yep. 
And it's funny, as I'm, I'm watching this episode with my wife, and she's like, does that remind you of somebody? Yeah, all of my kids. Every single one of them. Nope. I'm like, nope, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. And then finally, I'm like, okay, this was once. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, every parent. Every parent knows knows that feeling. Um, and then they, he he flips it into hyper and just goes. Like, it's it's pretty yeah. sick. Um, so, and that's it. Credits roll. And we get some awesome concept art. And you know what? The show's over. Yeah. But there's a little tiny little... 10 second post credit scene. Mm. So, um, the post credit scene I thought was short, quick, and meh in my eyes. Because it, it was a uh, back to tank. You're, you're coming in on it. You, can, you can't make it out who it is in the beginning. And then you see it's uh, Cobb Vanth laying in the tank. And they turn around and it's the dude, the, the mod creator, whoever the heck that guy is. Uh, who, yeah, the tattoo artist. So, yeah, the, the tattoo artist. And so, and then it goes black. So, we're gonna get more Cobb Vanth in Mandalorian season three, which but is he's, great. He's gonna have he's a mecha. I mean, I don't. I, don't I mean, know. I, I mean, I could see it. I was like, I mean, they did say, listen, they did specifically mm-hmm. reference like, hey, you should have never your armor. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Is Cobb Vanth really? I mean, he's a great character. Don't get me wrong, he's a great character. But like, how many episodes of Mandalorian is he gonna be in in order to justify a post credit scene for Boba Fett? I mean, it, it makes you feel like it's a big deal. It that, does. It does. It does, which is it going to be? I'm thinking it's going to be his own series. I think they're going to do like an aftermath oh. series, like oh. with uh, uh, Boba Fett in it. He can make appearances in an episode. It's, it's definitely going to take place on Tatooine. It could be like the aftermath of the Pikes. Uh, maybe Freetown uh, moves into Mos Espa. Like there's, mm. there's no telling. Um, but I think I think that's what they lined that up for. It's going to mm. be like a another okay. Star Wars series. Well, I didn't, later down I, the road. I for it. didn't even cross my mind, but I'm up for it. Now that you mention it, I, good catch. I, I, I feel like that would be like a waste of a post-credit scene. Just it would to, be. That's just to throw him in as like yeah. a guest character in another series. Nah, man. Like I think it's going to be another. <laughs> Especially since they series. kind of like already alluded to the fact that he was still alive. Like Correct. if they had made it like seem like he was completely dead, and then they had shown that it would have been a li- may been a little bit more worth it. But they kind of you know you had mentioned the last time they even like br- they bring a mad pack, and you had seen that he just kind of. Seemed like he more clipped him than yep. you know truly you know killed him. So I, I do feel like there has to be a little bit more behind that if they're going to you know do an entire post credit for that. Yeah, but uh, but that's it. That's Boba Fett in a nutshell. Um, man, I thoroughly enjoyed Star Wars content. I really did. Um, it was ups and downs for sure, but uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to May 27th or no 25th. May 25th. Yes. Obi Wan Kenobi series. The only thing I do not look forward to is another show set on Tatooine. So, like, are we gonna are we gonna expand the universe a little bit? We're we gonna go to different nope, planets. Nope, no, nope. this is uh, this focus. is where we stick. Yeah. Yep. The plain desert with the two suns. Let's go ahead and do that. Huh? Yep. So I just want to call back to one scene we didn't talk about that was pretty humorous. Oh sure. Yes. When the, uh, I know where you're going. Yeah, the Twilight consultant when oh, he wants to. Uh, so good. Yeah, when he wants to like uh, I guess. Uh, Part on the, on their behalf and everything, and then Boba writes writes you know what he, uh, his demands I yeah. guess or his right uh, conditions his and he conditions gives it to him for surrender yeah yeah, yeah. And he goes out there Man. all confident and, <laughs> and like uh, so here here's our what's, conditions for surrender. What's his name? You know? Do we know you guys know uh, his name? He's just uh, been uh, the major domo. That's all he's been okay. Doing. He has been fantastic. He has been the yeah. whole. The whole show, yeah. yeah but he, especially in this episode, it was great. Yeah, he was a great representation of like a weaselly bureaucrat. Oh, it you was know? so good. If I may, <laughs> yeah, if I may, yeah. He's like, what does he say? Don't let, the, don't let, yeah. don't let the accent fool you. I was, I was, I'm raised yeah. on Coruscant. Yeah, Coruscant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice little shout out in yeah. its own right. Yeah. Just <coughs> dropping the the name of Coruscant. Yeah, uh-huh. it was. It. I, I that scene was great. Yeah, they mm-hmm. kept saying to read it, and he. 
He, he yeah. was like so scared. Yeah. And, and then you have Bo and Mando fly out on jetpacks once he gets done. Like yeah. that whole standoff that scene was, was, yeah. was, was That's amazing. A good point. That's a good setup to the whole entire Before they got mowed down. Yeah. Because oh, they're clearly yeah. outnumbered. Uh, but it was sick. Clearly yeah. outnumbered. Right. And what I liked about the whole scene is like they, they were ready to like die in the name of honor, like the Mandalorian way. Like, yeah, you know, Mando wasn't about to leave him. It was part of his creed. You know, he, he had his back because he essentially saved oh, his life. Good. Hey, yeah. Good call back when he says you're he says you're, you're still going to go out there and fight or whatever. And he's yep. like, uh, he's like, yeah, it's, it's part of the creed. And he's like, you still believe in that that uh, Bantha fodder? Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like, this is the way. And he's like. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, like yeah. yeah. If you didn't, then I would be screwed. I'd be yeah. screwed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, it was great. That was a good, good call back there, man. I'm glad you brought that back up. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Which yeah. Which is why so, I was disappointed they didn't, they didn't have like a, you know, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, buddy, at the like end. Nothing. But then also, like, if you think about it, is he now the major domo to Boba Fett? Like, is he a part of the clan now? Is he a part of the crew? Because he was kind of, what is it? Uh, that, like, him and, like, Pelly kind of, like, was was by him towards the end, like she was yeah. kind of like, hey, like, you know, yeah, I don't know, man, I don't know, and like, I don't know, I, it seems like they're just gonna be buddies, and anytime anybody in this group needs help with something, yeah, he's it's just gonna one. happen. Yeah. Like he even said, it's on the house, or you know, a few episodes earlier. Yeah, no. I don't know, we'll see. There was one other scene that just kind of like bugged me oh. when oh, the please. mod had to save uh, Santo. He does that spin move. Uh, oh my gosh, no. that was the dumbest. So crazy. Wait, 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 I don't remember so, that. What happened? What you don't remember it? Yeah. So so he so San, so they're pinned down by pikes. Yeah. And the other mod comes in. The one with the uh, the the, 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 the main girl and the, the one with the yeah, the main guy who has the eye. Oh attachment. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. they they come up and they're like walking chrysanthemum. Yeah. Like they back. put the arms around them and they're carrying them and then like they. Uh, the droid or somebody comes shooting from the side, and then uh, homeboy with the eye takes his hand, uh, Santo's arm off him and does a spin move, oh, and then yeah. aims for the top. Yeah, of the yeah, like yeah. complete three sixty. <laughs> so, so I thought it was going to be like a targeting system where he shoots like all three of them at once, but yeah. he shoots one person. Yeah, like yeah. what was the whole point the of the spin move? move? Check this out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just it was real dumb. Uh, the mods, I'm telling yeah. you, mods, man. Dude. Never uh, again. I do for bringing up the mods once again. One of the dumbest moments was this little <laughs> conversation when they're stuck behind that, like the little like jabs that are going back between oh. the country and the oh, city folk. City, yeah, like that type yeah. of. Situation. I was like, oh, that's uh, this bo- is unnecessary. Bore me to death with that kind of crap. Dude. Yeah. yeah, screw that. Man. I was I like, oh, you're from the country, so I don't like you. You're from the city. So I don't like you. I like oh, now we're fighting together. I can see your point of view. Now I like you. <laughs> so formulaic well, and well stupid. So, so well cl- classic mods, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Oh, any other closing th- closing thoughts? <sighs> For the most part, man. I mean, again, we <clears throat> we get a whole. It's twenty twenty two, and yeah. we got a show about Boba Fett. Yeah. You know, like that's we, we, should, we should be really thankful. That's true. It's true, man. Mm-hmm. I, and I and I am. I, I really am. That. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, baby. I love it. Yep. Yep. Anybody yep. else? Any other closing thoughts? I mean, yeah. I would I would say overall it was a it was a solid show. Um, you know, as we stated, there were a lot of prongs that the show had. You know, yeah. And just you know, but I felt like you know overall it was solid. Yeah, I think. Uh, in the hands of Star Wars, in the hands of uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, I think we're 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 off for uh, we're on for a good ride. We really are. Yeah. No. Yeah. For one thing, like if this episode didn't do like the, I love the episode completely, hundred percent, the series and all that. But I think the one thing that it like showed us and opened our eyes to 
is the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. They're they're pulling no character is safe. They could be pulling characters from wherever. Yeah, we can absolutely. get a whole we can get series on stuff that we never even thought was possible to get series on. So mm-hmm. uh, I think you know after the Obi Wan series and uh, what, what was the other one? the the Andor series yeah the Andor series and then obviously Mandalorian season three and right Ahsoka. and then Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Yeah. but like I think as we're getting into those shows like they're setting up for building blocks for more content more episodes. Right. This isn't going away. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of stuff that True. we're gonna have to keep up with and everything. But, n- but, but now, as you mentioned that, like every show that you've mentioned takes place on a different point in the timeline, which I know T Roll's gonna love getting ahead. Of, like Andor, that's obviously prequel before Rogue One. Like that's because he that's yeah. when he lived. How, however, though, has Star Wars timeline always been in chronological order? No, no, it has no. Not. Okay, no. all right. Look at you, I'm the Star Wars genius here, pointing out that we started. In no, but the, <laughs> boom, the boom, middle, boom. middle, beginning, Ish. and then end. Yeah, yeah, but they I don't know. It's just frustrating when there's just it's just a lot of mm-hmm. I feel like I need a calendar, man. Like yeah. I need a you know, a timeline in front of me to see what's going on. Every before you watch every series. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I get it, man. Well we'll say like going this was Star Wars in general, like it it's gotta be like the biggest fan base, the biggest universe to pull from. I would even say bigger than Marvel, bigger than D C. Like it's 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 up there with Lord of the Rings, man. Uh, like just as far as like the characters, the species, the timelines, like there is endless content. Yeah, there's, gonna, there's always yeah. going to be Star Wars. It's a big world. There's really always going to be Star Wars. Yeah. Mass universe. Agreed. Far, far away. Come on, bring more of it, man. And now that it's you got good people in charge, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. everyone will be happy. That's all I want, man. Is just to not for things to not feel feel. There's there's a there's a meme I'm going to show you guys later that you're lo- you're going to love just about Star Wars fans. Uh, I think eventually each other. I think eventually we're going to get so much Star Wars content that instead of it saying a long time, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far, far away, it's going to say not that long ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I like it. Please, yeah, let it happen. <clears throat> I'm a fan. Yesterday. A fan. Yes, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, um, hey, Zach, thanks for being here, man, and being a part of this last few weeks. It's been good to have you back on the pod. It's been good to have your insight too. Even last week when I listened to the show. Um, you were helping these guys out a lot. They didn't know nothing. You're just coming in with so much. Yeah, man, it's it's fun uh, to talk about Star Wars and everything, especially you know last year being on the Mandalorian and everything. It's uh, it's been a ride. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yep, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely, we will definitely have you back. And uh, big shout out to all of our fans. Thanks again for for tuning in. If you're still here, we really appreciate yep. you. I mean, an hour in on this pod. Yep, it's great. Yeah, Mark, we're gonna put you on. Uh, we're gonna put you on Carbonite, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll thaw, we'll thaw uh, you back out. We'll warm you uh, back up bang. in May. That's right. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Start start your Markham ten minutes before you hit the road, so it can warm up, and uh, you know your windshield's good to go. Yeah, great. All right. Well, with that in mind, for my good friends Sandy, Shimato, and Apple Zacks, this is T Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time. You rebel scum.